Welcome to the Best Beer Friends Podcast with your hosts, Tyler and Marlon, coming at you from Phoenix, Arizona and Denver, Colorado. They're talking beer, music, and everything in between. So crack open a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Best Beer Friends Podcast. My name is Tyler, and with me, as always, is my best beer friend. Hello, it's me, Marlon, again. That's, that's Marlon, and this is episode nine. Um, today, we have a very special episode. We have a guest with us. Welcome, welcome. And her name is Erica. Hi there. Hi, Erica. That's Erica. We met Erica. She worked, worked at Black Canyon Beer Company. That's one of the breweries we would go to often. And now she works at the Flying Bassett Brewing Company. Oh, nice. So she's one of the master brewers over there. Oh, no, I would not say master brewer. Master brewer is an actual degree. I'm an assistant. She's an assistant to the master brewer. Close enough. Yeah, she's she's the Dwight of the brewery. Ah. Still pretty high up. Yeah, she she's almost running the place, I think. Wow. I hope my boss does not listen to this. <laughs> so yeah, so we have her on here because she knows a ton about beer and brewing beer and tasting beer. And after listening back to a few of our episodes, we don't really sound like we know what we're talking about when we're tasting beer. <laughs> we we know what we're tasting, we just don't know how to express it. So yeah. Erica's gonna Teach us how to do it and any of the listeners. So if you have a beer with you, follow along. And if you don't have a beer, go get a beer. And did you want to catch up on anything today, Marlon? How have you been? I've been fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing nothing too crazy going on. Just switching jobs. That's about it. That's all we haven't been able to put up this episode uh, earlier. So we just schedules are a little conflicting at the moment, but that's fine. Um, yeah. We're only a few days behind. Yeah, that's all right. But, uh, no, other than that, man, everything's same old, same old. How's your new job? It's good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Good. Yeah. Erica, you have anything you want to say? Fill us in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, goodness. So, I guess, since this is about beer, um, my experience with beer has been about four, no, three years yeah, close to four years now, home brewing, and then helping in the breweries about two years now, um, bartending, um, assisting brewing, learning, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's mainly what I do, and trying to become a beer judge as well at the same time. Oh, nice. That's cool. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, that's exciting. So you're the perfect person to teach us then. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to the, the best segment of the show, which are beers of the show. Beer of the show. And, and today, go ahead and tell them what we have, Marlon, since we all have the same beer. Um, yeah, so we're all going to be sipping on the same beer today. It's going to be the uh, Fat Tire by New Belgium. Um, it's their Amber Ale. And uh, let me see. What is the percentage? I'm not sure. Hold on. 5.2%. Yep, we've got a 5.2% that's coming out of here. And uh, 
Where's this from? Fort Collins? Right? Yep. Yep, Fort Collins. And also Asheville, North Carolina, I'm assuming. Um, so yeah, that's what we're sipping on. Cool. And this is something we have all had before. Yes. It's, it, it's very popular. I just thought it'd be an easy one for us to both find. Yeah, and we've been there once, remember? Well, I've been there once. You've been there twice. Oh, I guess I've been there twice. <laughs> I don't recall going two times, but... Yeah, you went for my birthday, and then you went for Stephanie's birthday. Oh, okay. And then Erica, she just went there. Yeah, like, what, a month ago? Oh, really? Yeah, it was super cool, super huge, awesome place. Expensive growlers, man. I've never seen I yeah, never buy anything. I but um yeah, no, it was a, it's a really cool tour and you they give you tons of samples and oh, yeah. it definitely makes you like want to work there as like when they're talking up, you know, how their employees like working there and everything. Well, yeah, they talk about how they are employed um no, they are the only employee owned brewery. Yeah, exactly. And then they then they give you that uh that cool bike or whatever they always say. They bring it up on the on the tour. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the one year anniversary. <laughs> right. They're like, You guys should work here and you're like, Okay and then like, Well we haven't been hiring for like five years. <laughs> and you gotta and you gotta live in Fort Collins, which no no offense, it's just it's just kinda far out there, at least I think. Yeah. And it's just like farmland. It's all farms, so yeah. Nothing fun, but but New Belgium. But if you like to farm, you know, you'll have a good time. That's true. There's a lot of cool breweries there, too. I didn't even know yeah. if there were any other ones there. Um, and I'm sure there are. I've never looked oh, yeah. it up, though. You have Funk Works, Zwei Brewing. Um, you oh, have yeah, Funk Works. Let's see. Trying to remember, I was just there, and then one day we hit up eight breweries in Fort Collins. Yeah. Wow, look at that. So I know there's eight. <laughs> there's eight up there. At least. Yeah. Well, looks like I got so you know I got to go check those out. I as close as I live. Um, Seriously, you're slacking. I know I'm slacking. I'm gonna try a new brewery today, so. Which one? I'm finally going to Tommy Knocker. Yeah, so you've only driven by it like a thousand. I know, I always stare at it and and never go. So today's I think officially the day. Well, congratulations. I was going to save that for um for the next episode, but I really had no more interesting things going on, so I figured I'd have to throw that in there. That's okay. Yeah. You can still bring it up on the next episode cuz we'll we'll forget by then. That's true. Well, well, um, let's do this. Okay. All right, so we just crack them open. Erica's already going. Yeah, so. she's excited. Yeah, let's do it. Is yours in a can? Yeah. <laughs> funny, funny thing is, is like, I, I waited till super last minute just because that's just what I like to do to anything in life, and. uh I ran to go look for a fat tire, assuming I could find one really easily. Which I did find one like a block away at a at a liquor store, but uh, I ran all the way over there and then um, forgot my wallet. So then I had to run back home. <laughs> and then 
run back over there so I could, you know. So. You really did the most. Yeah, I really did. But hey, I we were here, so that's all that matters. You sacrificed so much for the podcast. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Okay, so now this is where Erica, I'm giving her the mic, Yeah. and she's just going to teach us. All right. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm just going to give you some pointers. I'm not a professional, so I'm just going to... Compared to us, yes. (laughs) I'm just going to give you just like how I would do it, and this is how I do it as as, as well at the brewery when we try our beers. So what you want to look at first is your appearance. Check out the head, see how this one is, how fast it dissipates. That means how fast the head um, gives off. Um, Just to note, not everything is packaged the same way. Not every beer is going to be the same, even though they come from the same place. Um, Things can happen during the distribution, the packaging, and, and what have you. So that can cause different flavors in your beer as well. So for mine, mine has a very nice off-white tan head, and the color is like a copper reddish with a brilliant clarity, I would say. It is very nice. I can see my finger through the other side of the glass here. Um, So I say, that I would consider that as brilliant clarity. So after that, after the appearance, you wanna go into aroma, kinda wafting the beer, getting in those notes. I'm wafting right now. Get your pick on a typical amber L, you'd pick up caramel notes, which this one does a very nice job of it. I'm not sure if you're picking this up, but I can pick up floral. I don't know. I don't know what I'm picking up at the moment, but uh. Tell us what you're you're smelling, Mark. <laughs> okay. You had to do it. I'm gonna have a placebo now. I'm gonna be like, well, I also smell a little bit of floral <laughs> now. Um, let me see. Smells sweet to me. Um. Yeah. That's really what I'm getting at the moment. <laughs> you could, I pick up some maltiness as well, multi, floral, some caramel notes, and definitely some sweetness to it. So after your aroma, you go into the taste. So you, you haven't even tasted yours yet. No, I I'm haven't, just now. Mine. Yeah, same. I'm like sitting here sipping on it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I smell it. <laughs> So the flavor will change over time. Your body does contribute to, if you're holding the glass, obviously, um, you'll start to warm it up. It'll start to open up, almost like wine, where those notes start to really open up and you start to smell more um, and taste more. So I definitely taste the maltiness. For me, it is dry. I get a dry 
crisp taste to it. Um, for the mouthfeel, I get like medium bodied with medium carbonation. So that's just how it feels on your tongue. I could see that. The what? What about you, Marlon? How would you des would you describe it? Medium or what are the? I guess light and, and full bodied. Yeah, I think medium would be what I would I would say as far as like the feel of it. Definitely, um, it's not it's obvious, it's not very uh, it's not sweet as what I might have. It's. Yeah. it's uh, Yeah. <laughs> that's it's I enjoy it. I rarely drink that tire, but um when I do, I always forget how good it is. Sorry, police coming by. Welcome to the city. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy drinking beer overall. It's super um it's more malt forward. It's not bitter. Um, it's not going to be like your IPAs where it's very hop forward and super bitter. This is going to be more malty, centered around your caramel notes. Okay. Definitely malty, yeah, I agree. Isn't this yeah. like their staple was, beer? Yeah, it is. Okay. This is like the first one they made, right? They said something about it in the tour. I think it is. I was already drunk. <laughs> you drank before the tour? Yeah, because that was the first stop. So, yeah. What else? What else do you have for us, Erica, on this beer? Oh, goodness. Well, let me drink a couple more yeah. sips so I yeah, can think about it. You, you drink some sips. Whoa, that just got loud. Does it get better for you? It got pretty loud, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll just go with it. I don't know what I did. So, sorry if this audio turns out really weird. It's going to be my fault. Yeah, we're just... Uh, Tyler's recording on the go. Yeah, right. Yeah, new location. Yeah. We're trying mobile recording with one microphone. <laughs> yeah, we're brewing a beer today. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. You guys are out. You're, what are you guys brewing? We are brewing a peanut butter cup stout. So today, we're just doing the, the brewing part, basically, where we're going to get our grain bill, mash, get those, extract those um, fermentables, your sugars, your proteins, and then build the recipe from there. We are doing a stout. The color is very beautiful. It is like a dark brown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dark. So we'll add it. We've been taking pictures, so we'll post that on the Instagram so you can see. Yeah, and then um, right now, um, Stephanie's adding the hops for me. We're doing Chinook for bittering and spalt. And the, and the spalt is more for f flavor, right? Well, when you're doing a boiling, especially for most home brewers who do like a 60-minute um, boil, 
I do a little bit more than that, but either way, the more you boil more time your hops, the more they're used for bittering. If you add something like at 10, five minutes, then you're using it for your aroma, your aromatics. Mm. Do you got that, Marlon? So yeah, how do you get the, um, like when you say it was a, did you say it was a peanut butter stout? Yeah, so um, during the fermentation, that's when you add the yeast and all that. You let it turn your sugars, your fermentables into alcohol. After that, what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm going to rack it over, which is a fancy word for transferring mm. into a new vessel. It is fancy. Yeah, rack it over <laughs> or just transfer. Yeah, and when I rack it over into the new vessel, I'm going to add cocoa nibs and peanut butter, peanut butter powder. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. That sounds good. Doesn't that sound... Yeah, so come out here and try some in a month, Mark. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What else do you have going on? Yeah, that's true. It's not like you just started a new yeah, job. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't... New jobs don't matter. They really don't. A job's a job. Yeah. You're right. Just quit. Come try our beer and then start, like, a new job. You can go to Walgreens no, or something. No way. Oh, God. <laughs> They're closing those, I hear. Oh, okay. Don't go to Walgreens. Go to Target. To work at Walgreens? I already worked at a Walgreens. I know. That's why I said you should go. No, no, never. Never would I ever. <laughs> no, really, though, that beer sounds really good. Yeah, it smells delicious. There were, like, there were points where you could just smell, like, chocolate and then later a little later on in the process i could smell caramel and then a little later on you could super smell like coffee so that was interesting yeah the roasted malt yeah Mm -hmm. they it was wonderful um for the most part the grains it's just a little bit of like maybe one to two pounds of chocolate and caramel and roasted barley and that is enough to make the color yeah we'll show you a picture I'll have Stephanie send one over to yeah, you right now. Yeah, I'd love to see it. So you can see it while we're on, on air. And on so on that note, let's go back to the tasting because we didn't rate this beer. So, Erica, what we normally do is okay. we rate a beer out of five pint glasses, five being the best. Okay. So since you're the guest, we'll start with you. Oh, goodness. What would you give the fat tire out of um, five pint glasses? Well, I'm going to strictly rate it as an amber, like within that type of beer, not against other beers. Mm-hmm. So let's see. You make us sound so bad. Like, <laughs> we just rate them and we're just like, well, all, all beer is good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, there's, there's a point of where you rate a beer based on how you like it, but then there's a rating of how well it is within its style. Okay. Mm, right. So this one. Well, then, so we should be doing two ratings. <laughs> one of just how we like it and one in its style. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's do it right now. <laughs> For me. Yep. This one in its style, I would like it a little bit more, more viscosity, a little bit more um, thicker in the body. But overall, I'd give it a, I'd give it a three and a half. Okay. All right. What, what about you, Marlon? Um, 
What viscosity would you have liked it at? <laughs> we have to use these words. I mean, can you tell me what viscosity is again? Yeah. Well, explain, please. <laughs> okay, so that's how, basically, how um, the mouthfeel is of this beer on your tongue. Basically, how thick, um, how thin or thick it is. Um, usually, your stout porters are gonna be more viscous than your lagers and what have you. Okay. This one's like right in between. Yeah. But for me, I do like a thicker body. Yeah, I think I'm on I'm this on the same boat. That's why Tyler knows this about me. I love porters and stouts. So, um, yeah, I agree. As far as this one goes, it is definitely somewhere in the middle there. Um, it's easy to drink, so I really do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... And I think that's probably why this beer is obviously their staple beer. And it's extremely, like, it's pretty universal. Um, I think anyone could enjoy it, which is nice. But I do I do like heavier beers as far as, like, the, the mouthfeel to it. And also, I, I'm i always going for a higher percentage. Not necessarily always, but um, that's why I like. But most, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, typically. But either way, I don't mind. Um, I'd personally give it a 3 out of 5, 3 pints out of 5. So... Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Obviously, I will buy it again, and I have bought it again many, many times. So, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I am, This is a good beer to have, good beer to drink. But I'm learning yeah. a lot here about this, so... Are you taking notes? I'm taking mental notes, to be honest. Okay, so, so you're going to forget yeah. in, like, 30 minutes. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> it takes practice. I don't... I didn't remember this in one day well also I, I think since you work in the industry you probably i mean you gain so much knowledge from being you know right in in there you know so yeah and i mean for the majority um it takes time for your palate to get used to picking up on things um and sometimes it's you do pick up on things and you don't know the right words right and that's where, like, I feel Marlon and I were, slash are. We're like, we taste something, but we don't know what, like, how to say it. Yeah. So it comes with time. It comes with vocabulary, obviously. Because there's just, I mean, if you don't have the word for it, how are you going to express it? Yeah, that's true. Right. So my rating then, so we can move on from this one, I would give this also a 3.5. Just because it is one of those ones you could have anywhere, and mostly anybody can enjoy it. And overall, it's very delightful. There's an, a new word I'm going to use instead of good. It's very delightful. I like that. Refreshing. It's refreshing also. So, there we go. Yeah. New Belgium's fat tire. We, we're all giving it about an average of 3.5. I think most people agree it's an average beer. Yep, average beer. That's why you can find it in Walmart. That's where I found it. <laughs> you know, I went to 7-Eleven looking for it, which I didn't even find. I thought for some reason they'd have it there. Cause now since they that's what I thought you were going to say, yeah. that you got like a tall boy of that's it or something. That's what I was looking for because I've seen the tall boys, but apparently today um, no one had them. So oh. I got a variety pack of New Belgium. That's what it came with. So it was like a six-pack variety. Okay. Yeah, so, so I don't cool. have to get six of these. Like it came with a few other ones. So, 
yeah nice well we have a few more minutes here so let's go on to brew stops where have you been marlon um unfortunately i have not went to any new breweries um as of lately like i said earlier i am hopefully going to a new one tonight but um i haven't been to anything other than my the neighborhood brewery true um i went there recently and um i what i went and got there was the there uh it's called the ageless fire it's a east coast um ipa it's a 5.7 percent and um to be quite honest i don't exactly remember how it was (laughs) i know i drank it and i enjoyed it but that's about it it was uh do you not remember because you were so drunk or because you've just been so busy um i think we were drinking that day like more than just that so (laughs) yeah if you don't even remember what you were what happened that day i don't remember what happened that day to be quite honest i just know i went so (laughs) i know that's crazy to not remember things like that but i i really can't so yeah understandable my memory's failing me you're getting old Um, yeah i I feel it like i'm definitely forgetting things all the time you've been forgetting things like for the past 10 years yeah that's true do you remember where you went to high school i do yeah okay good do you remember where we met um yeah math class nice do you remember our teacher's name no i don't remember her name neither do i (laughs) (laughs) i was like whoa if you really had that'd be pretty crazy Okay, so, and for us, let's just share the the brewery you work at, Erica, because we did go to visit you mm-hmm. over here. It's in Gilbert, right? Yes. The Flying Basset. Okay, I keep forgetting. I want to call it, like, the Flying Hound or <laughs> the Airborne Basset. <laughs> Airborne. Yeah, something like a mixture of the two. And I also can't remember what we had because you were just pouring us beers. We had the pumpkin butt. I remember that. So while we have you on here, would you like to describe the pumpkin butt? Because it's super good. Oh, yeah. So our pumpkin butt is a seasonal pumpkin lager. So it's not going to be thick like your porters or stout. It's going to be light body. Perfect for Arizona because it's mm-hmm. super hot here. <laughs> right. That sounds really good. And it was. It was a good take on... Like, on a pumpkin was, pie, yeah. It, it, it really is. It was one of my favorite pumpkin beers, actually, out of all the ones I've had. Yeah, and we get that a lot with this one. It's a very favorite, very popular. Um, we use pumpkin puree in it mm. and pumpkin spices. So yeah. it's very, you get those spice aromas. Very delicious. It is, and it wasn't, like, too spicy. It's, like, it really just tasted a lot more pumpkin-y, yeah, if, that, a, if that's a word. I think it's a very well-balanced beer. I agree. And Stephanie had the sour. Oh, yes, the prickly pear, flowering cactus, sour patch kit sour. That's a mouthful. Say that that again, but say it even faster. Oh, no. (laughs) I heard prickly pear, and that's about all I got out of that one. Well, a flowering cactus is what it's called. Um, Sour patch kit. And yes, <laughs> you do pick up that sourness. Oh, I love that beer too. Yeah, that does sound good. So, so those are some Arizona words you're gonna have to learn, Marlon. Like lager, 
Have you heard of a logger? I have heard of a logger, though I have no idea what it is. That's not an Arizona word. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just giving him a hard time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... We went there. We went to a few other places. Um, but we can share those later, since we're getting to the end of the show here, on the next episode of the Best Beer Friends podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wasn't that intense? It was very... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... You didn't even notice. You know, you guys... So wait, so did you go to any breweries or no, Tyler? Yeah, we yeah we went to Flying Bassett. Yeah, okay. And then we went to we went to Hus Brewing. Oh yeah. We went with Erica. Yes, that's yeah. right. Hus. And we went to yes, that's um, they have two locations I believe. One is in Tempe. Yes. And the other one's just in Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. And that's the one we went to, the one in Phoenix. And then we went to, that was on the last episode, Growlers USA. Oh, all the way up there? You know, yeah, oh, that's okay. by it. That's, I was there that's like yesterday. Okay. You know what I saw? I saw that place the other day here. I didn't know they had one here. The Growlers oh, USA. Oh, they do? Yeah, because I... Oh. They have like a big sign out front. It's like a hundred plus taps or something. And, um, yeah. But yeah, I saw it and I was like, oh hey, that's the place uh, Tyler was talking about. But now I definitely want to go check them out. I mean, it's just a tap house, but still. Right. But we can still count it. Cool. That's awesome. So yeah, we went to. Oh, and and we went to Santan Brewing. Oh, that's where I had my first date with my boyfriend. Oh. Santan Brewing. Oh. We go there every year for our anniversary. Aww. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. That is. I, I think a good anniversary should always be going to a brewery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that place was cool. Um, they Surprisingly, like, they might, for me, they had a lot of beers available. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought because they're kind of mainstream, if you will, out here. There's like them and Four Peaks, and which are like the biggest. Like then, at Four Peaks, kind of sell out or did sell out. Well, I mean, at so. the end of the day, that person's trying to get their name known. At, everyone has a goal of you know wanting to make those best beers, and when they do get recognized, and that's one of their options. A lot of people will take them. Um, I, I don't blame them if you if you offered me like a yeah. billion dollars. Well, it's less than that, right? Like seventy million or something. Yeah, I'll still of, take it. At the end of the day, it just depends on what that person's goal is, right. what they want to do. What are the right. top, like, three breweries in uh, Arizona? Um, without speaking of those that are distributing outside of Arizona, I would say Rent House Brewing. Ooh. It's one of my favorites. Same here. AZ Wilderness is another. Yep, that's a good one. Um, trying to think because there's so many new ones that have opened. Oh, in Arizona as an entirety, I love Mother Road in Flagstaff. That is by far my number one choice. Wow. Number one. Yes. We went there and I mentioned that on one of the podcasts and we even brought you a beer, Marlon, from Mother Road. Which one was it? Do you remember? Do you remember? It was the... Tower Station? No. Was it the... Coast? Daily Driver. Daily Driver. Yep. I know my beers yep. there. <laughs> is it the, Do you remember the it, one with the car on the can? It's like orange. Yeah, it'll be a yellow one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yellow orange. It's a cold. That good, mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. I'd, I'd yeah. love to go there when I uh, go visit. 
Oh, definitely. We're going to take you up to Flagstaff. Oh, it's so beautiful up there. You have about eight breweries up there as well. Oh, yeah. little. I have a growler for all of them. Yeah, I was, nice. I was seeing your, um, your wall up there of your, uh, your growler. Oh, yeah, you can yeah. see it. Oh, sorry. I just pulled it right after you. Yeah, right. I see them. Yeah, I have about 100 growlers and crowlers. They're just a collection Dang. at this point. Do, you, do they still fill them out there? Uh, no, we just grab a new one and we drink as much when we're there because sometimes we're just out of the way and can't refrigerate the beer, so we just grab an empty growler. Yeah, they don't, they don't fill them as much out here. It's, it's rare. You see the crowlers more now. I don't know if that's the same out there, but... Well, it just depends on the laws of each state. Like, I was in Minnesota recently, and Surly Brewing doesn't do growlers, which is unfortunate, but it's because they distribute too much. Mm. There's a certain amount. If they go, if they distribute or produce, I'm not quite sure what, what the verbiage was, they're not allowed to sell growlers anymore. So I think it depends on state and also maybe how much money that particular brewery has in order to spend on canning or growling. I see. Growlers. Hmm. Nice. Cool. I rarely Marlon, buy those, have, but... Um, I was going to say, you're, they don't fill growlers. Have you ever filled one? I have a long time ago. <laughs> I, really long I, know, I don't think I ever have. That's why I'm just giving you crap. No, I, I have. But yeah. it's, it's been a long time. We have, we have a few that we never use anymore. Yeah, we have one just like on our on top of our refrigerator. But I always forget to take it with us. Yeah. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's like a reusable bag, at least here, you know. It's like you just forget <laughs> about it all the time. All the time. Yeah. Even when you leave it in your car and then you walk into the store and you're like, Where's my bag? Oh, well I don't want to walk all the way back out. Yeah. Sometimes I end up just Maybe buying another one because well, I don't have one. Just buy another. Which I guess is probably a good thing. Yeah, you're supporting something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Erica, how we like to end our show usually is, well, always, is with the question of the day. Oh, okay. We just like to do a little fun question. Marlon, did you have a chance to find one? I, well, I it, did find one, but did you find one? I don't know. You might have a better one. I didn't. Are we sticking with the spooky theme because it's October? I mean, we can, yes, but we don't have to. The ne- I was going to do, so I know I, I really wanted to do like a more Halloween themed episode sometime. So maybe the next one, I'll definitely do that. So we can do either or. doesn't matter. Okay. And the next episode, I think we should wear costumes while we record. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Even though no one sees it. And drink a it. pumpkin yeah, beer. That's a- well, you have to take a picture and post it on Instagram. Ah, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Marlon, where can they find us on Instagram? Um, You go to... Uh, just search on Instagram, best beer friends. It's all under so best underscore beer underscore friends. So that's how that's our. If you want to do that, and that's really or just Google it, right? Google finds anything. So yeah, Google will find it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see. Let me see. I have one maybe. Yeah, let's do whatever you got. Oh, you'd like this one, Marlon. I know your answer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Would you spend a full night inside of a haunted house if someone paid you? And not like like a 13th floor haunted house, but an actual haunted house. Yes, I would. 
I'd do it for free, to be honest. How much are they paying? Ten dollars. Ah. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's nothing. Come on, ten dollars. You gotta up that. Well, Marlon would do it for I free. I would do it for free, but that's just because I'm I'm, I'm pretty skeptical well, of ghosts and anything. So I would do it just because I would think it'd be fun. I mean, well, the question is like, if someone paid you, so if they're fronting money, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for a little bit more, you know. I mean, <laughs> I don't mind the ghost. I just want the moolah. Well, the question nice. is, will they leave beer in the fridge? Oh. Haunted beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me and Casper can have a party. Yeah. All right, then do a different question, because, Marlon, you're just like, No, nah. no, no. I think this is no, a do, perfect No, do question. your question. No, I, no. I like this question. I have, a, I have a different one. Really? I like this one. Yeah. Okay, which horror movie has scarred you for life? Oh. Let me think back to my childhood. I could answer that one. Um... Specifically, you're gonna say signs. No, you know what? That did scar me, but in a different way. I think that the uh, the original Blur Witch Project really freaked oh, me out yeah. as a kid because uh, <laughs> I really thought it was. You know, I'm among the kids who thought it actually happened. So like when I watched that, I thought it was real footage. So it really did freak me out, um, and it really left a like a lasting fear of the dark and not anymore but at least for quite a while um or even being scared of the woods um that movie for sure okay <clears throat> okay <laughs> the original voice did not crack. original shaky camera movies yeah what about you erica well i haven't seen this movie but i'm already scarred <laughs> oh so i i'm hispanic and we grow up with some scary stories, you know? And, <laughs> well, this one just came out maybe last year, La Llorona. Oh, my goodness. I am so scared of that. It just, sometimes, without even thinking, I think of her, and I'm like, oh, no. Nobody can say her name. <laughs> okay, so explain that to us gringos. Huh? I just said I wouldn't. <laughs> you, you have to, because I don't so know what you're talking scary. about. Do you know, Marla? Yeah. You don't know what she's talking about, really? I really don't. La Llorona, everyone knows what that I, is. I don't know. Even you gringos. <laughs> Do you know Stephanie? Oh, well, she knows a little bit. I don't know. Is it like the it's Bloody like Mary? Bloody Mary. Or it is Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, it's like Bloody okay. Mary, but... So is it like that? What's that one you always said, Marlon? Like... That's probably the one. No. Yeah. The Kukui. <laughs> nah, that's, just like a, that's just like a general name for like... Anything that's spooky yeah. for kids to get them to sleep. That means pretty much monster. Oh. Okay. So, so what was that again? What you said? La Llorona. Oh, La Llorona. The, basically the the crier. The crier. The crying woman. Yeah, that oh, okay. she drowned. Well, if anyone hasn't oh. watched that movie, um, the one that came out. I haven't. Recently, um, I would just go ahead and skip it. It's really bad. Um, oh, is yeah, it? Okay. Like, really bad. I thought it would be not. You know, I didn't even think it would be good, but I thought it would be. In- Maybe I should just watch it so I can get over this fear. If it's that you bad, might, Maybe it's, that'll it's help. A, it's laughable, so maybe you might have fun. But it's not yeah. scary by no means. They actually show her too many times in the movie, to the point. Oh, where that's no fun. It, yeah, that kind of loses sweet. her like the the mystery of it all. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
For me, I would say Paranormal Activity. Yeah, because that one felt just a little too real. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think the first one, Yeah. for sure. After that, they kind of drifted, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, the first two, and I, I haven't seen any after that, so. No, I, I agree. So, yeah, there we go. Those are our well, uh, lasting, what, what was the question? Mo- movies that have scarred us? Yeah, yeah, those are it. That's it. Do you have anything else for us today, Marlon? Um, no. You know, hopefully, like we said earlier, the sound will be okay on this episode. We'll see. We'll see how it sounds. So apologies um, ahead of time if it does sound a little a little off, but that's all right. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and we'll be doing the our last episode for October. You know, I'm gonna make sure it's a a spooky one so we're gonna get some which will also be episode 10 be episode 10 so we have to dress up yeah we're gonna dress up apparently and um, you have to bring some type of uh, either pumpkin or some type of Halloween beer that you can find so whatever that is okay yeah. well I love you Marlon I love you too thanks for uh, and uh, Erica thanks for coming on our show and and teaching yeah, us things you, you know i know we're, we're going to continue to be you know amateurs at this but uh, it uh, you know ultimately it's like you said it's just a matter of experience and, and tr- you know learning different vocabulary and yeah yeah definitely thank you for having me yeah and we'll probably have you on the show a lot more often if that's cool with people yeah we should definitely yeah. and with you yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> if that's cool with you erica <laughs> right. and even if it's not you don't get to say, I guess. Well, after that episode about me, try, um, you know, coming over to my place and you don't uh, know me oh and yeah. I might be a killer. I don't know what to say now. Yeah, Tyler's still alive, so you aren't a killer, which I thought maybe you were. Well, you know, I didn't think uh-huh. you were. It was more like I just like to think of the worst case scenario. And his worst case was you tying me to a chair and taking my shoes. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. And, yeah. and shocking your nipples. <laughs> that's very graphic. Yeah, Marlon, that's very graphic. That's what they do when they tie you up. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs> right. And we'll see you on episode 10. Thanks, guys. Cheers. See you later. Cheers. <laughs>